does anyone remember what happened last time? Well, you know, we was arguing. I was arguing with Nelitha about her girlfriend burning down the whole breakfast spot. And I was like, damn, Nelitha, why you try to teach that girl how to cook? You know she can't cook. You know she got she get mad if she cook, and she got the fire on her head already. So she burnt down the whole breakfast spot, and I hold that against Nelitha because the first time I decided to get my ass up to get the breakfast, it's gone. Right? Nonsense. So she probably go probably gone right now, just pouting about that anyway. So anyway, we get to the other breakfast spot, and uh, it turns out it's a little smaller, but it's very cozy, and there's a dwarf in there. Boss got bagpipes. He's behind the bar. He's, you know, he's he's chatting us up. I say he's a nice guy. We should just take him with us to go do nonsense. And everybody's like, oh, Rasmus, don't go ahead and do that. Because what if he's living a life? And I'm like, we're all in a retirement community. We're not really living our lives. We're just hanging out. Like, but anyway, so he says, hey, I got problems in the basement. I'm like, hot damn rats. It's like, it's like going to be like, like adventuring all over again. Turns out it wasn't rats. Anyway, <laughs> no. yeah, went down the basement trying to help, trying to help our friend Herder out. You know who uh, who I definitely vote that we should just take with us. You know on a uh, on a crazy time, and uh, it's definitely not rats. So I was like, well, it's like rats advanced, They're like kind of with wings, trying to you know ratty dragon winged wingly things, right? Baby baby trog doors, right? Something. <laughs> Uh, we, we deal with the whole rat situation for the, I mean, the not rat situation for the most part. I did find an egg in my hole though. <laughs> and I think, I think I'm, I, I think I'm having a baby. It's due, it's going to be due pretty soon. So I'm going to blame it on Owen because, uh, that just seems right. Congratulations. I'm sure you two will be very happy. Oh, he, he will not be happy because <laughs> it's Owen. And that's uh, and that's what Erasmus remembers. Well, I think Erasmus remembered it uh, pretty well. Anyone else have anything that you want to add? I I want a paternity test. <laughs> 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 we need to call Fantasy Mori Povich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I didn't notice. Did uh, did Erasmus mention the hole in the wall that we're going to go investigate? Oh yeah, totally forgot about that because Erasmus has the uh, the attention span of a goldfish. Hole, there's a hole in the wall. <laughs> yes, no, I think he'd be more paying attention when it comes to holes. Well, I'm, think, having baby, but... I'm having the baby, Owen. I wish you'd be more attentive to my needs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Nella, we, we located a hole in the side of the of the basement wall that our, our new friend said hadn't been there previously. Wasn't there before. Nope. Nella wanted to go and examine it immediately, but we were all like, hang on, though. Our friend, our new friend here has no weapon or armor currently on him. Maybe we deal with that before we go chasing down a, a hole that wasn't here previously and possibly get him killed. Good plan. Good Herder plan. appreciates that. He he was just upstairs trying to get things set up for the the like the dinner rush when y'all came in for breakfast. So, you know, no no weapons, no armor, just you know, keeping shop up in the bar. Well, it's okay. Only adventurers do all their daily activities in all their gear because, like, it's nonsense. <laughs> Just walking around I mean, town with your swords and shields and 
Given given how much random bullcrap keeps happening when when we're just in, in and about the town, it's just become a matter of fact now where it's like, ah, oh, yes, we're back in adventuring mode. Let's just go ahead and put on all of the things when we wake up. Yeah. Feels nice. Feels nice. Feels, it feels like coming home. All right. Well, so you then will head back upstairs uh, rather reluctantly. Nalitha is a little bit pouty about that. She wanted to go look in the hole. Check out the hole. So, so checking out that hole, but not my hole. I see how it is. Well, you know, that, that is Nelitha for you. So you have all headed back upstairs. You can absolutely plan to grab something to eat, to drink, you know, relax a little bit for a few minutes at least. Hey, so uh, take just the benefits so you know, of a short rest. Drinks are on the house for all y'all. You never, you Yay. never pay here again after, after what happened downstairs. Nelitha is uh, quite happy to take advantage of that and sits oh, down. What was my excuse for not being there? I don't remember. Uh, you just hadn't woken up yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were having a nice little sleep in. Um, but Owen, oh, you did wake up and head to meet everyone for breakfast and realize that they were probably not going to be having breakfast because, well, the golden frog was still kind of smoldering. Astrin, in his usual grunty glory, grinned with a kind of angry grimace more than an actual grin and pointed towards the stout singer when he saw you coming up because he knew who you were looking for. Thanks. So, oh, and as you come up, the rest of your friends are sitting around having just had a bit of a battle uh, instead of a bit of a breakfast. Why are you all so sweaty? It's just breakfast. <laughs> there are far more yeah. interesting things down in the basement, or at least there were. Owen, herder, herder, Owen. Owen's with y'all. Yes. Hello. All right. Welcome to the Stout Singer. Normally, we are pretty laid back, except at night. It gets rowdy. We've got, you know, folks coming in and singing, bands and the like. But, um, yeah, there was, um, there's some stuff downstairs and I, I, I got stoned almost. And, uh, but all your friends helped me out. Really appreciate that. Which is to say, he almost got turned to stone, as opposed ah. to partaking in the herb. Ah, the halfling's leaf. Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, well. there's there's still that hole that in the basement that wasn't there before, and oh, if oh, y'all a second are, hole, yeah, if y'all gonna stick around some, I wouldn't mind it if you check it out. I mean, it does seem to be in the community's best interest to at least make sure that uh, wherever it leads is not going to cause harm. I mean, I'm kind of thinking so far, you know, there's the one bar you burn down and the other bar you come in, there's like stuff coming out of the basement. So it might be in your best interest as well is what i'm saying are are you blaming us i'm just for things happening correlation causation I, i'm just saying what happened what happened happened and speaking of what happened happening there's a knock at the door and it slowly opens and a very familiar fiery head pops in nelitha go talk to her please go out <laughs> All right. Uh, excuse me, folks. Uh, it may be a while. And Nelitha gets up and hurries to the door and ushers Tamilia out before the fire Janasi has a chance to accidentally burn down the other bar in town. Thank you. 
Uh, yes. I don't think this town can uh, deal with many more fires. No. So you do have some time now. If you would like to take a short rest, you'll have your breakfast beer, which is not quite the same as cinnamon rolls, but it may be just as hearty. You know, that's, that cinnamon roll probably wasn't even good anyway. Well, there you go. And um, Herder, you have an, an opportunity to go ahead and get your... Get my stuff together. Weapons and things. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm, can I trust you guys to not do crazy stuff in the bar if I go home and get no. my weapons? I, I didn't do- think I could, but at least lie to me. <laughs> oh, yes. right, yeah. Yeah, I, we got it. All right. I will do my best. All right. I'm, this one I'll check. be back soon. The house is just around the corner. I'll go, I'll go back and get my stuff. I'll, I'll come oh, yeah, back. Speaking armed. of. Yeah, speaking of keeping me in check, Owen, we are, so, what are we going to name this? Name what? This egg. Well, the thing what? inside the egg. Egg? Yeah, he, I pull, just, he I, pulled something out of his hole. I oh, pop God. out, I pull this egg out, and uh, I sniff it. Yep, that's going to that's gonna, gonna hatch him. That's going to hatch soon. Oh, gods. <laughs> and you were just speaking about how you wanted to leave a legacy <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in the egg, whatever it is. I don't even actually. I don't even know what kind of egg this is, but um, you know, you think? I mean, like it's definitely it's definitely not a chicken egg. I've I've spent a long time around chickens. Not that. How big is this egg? It is about the size of a chicken egg, maybe a little bit larger. Okay. Anyone that has magic can do an Arcana check on it if you'd like. Sure. Oh, no animal handling. <laughs> you know what? If you want to do animal handling, you can do that. Sure. Uh, I'll take animal handling if that's okay. Yeah. 13. Uh, yeah, 11. this is definitely not any sort of egg you recognize. Well, the fact that it came out of a dragon horde uh, underlines its odd nature, at least. Yes. I need everyone to roll me a perception check, please. 26. Ooh, uh, oh, by the way, I'm back. I, I, I got back. <laughs> Welcome back. 24. Thanks. Okay. Uh, 22. 12 for Erasmus? Okay. Everyone else, you sort of, you almost feel like you're being watched. It's just that sort of tickling at the base of your head. Does anybody else feel like we're being watched? Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, but if a wizard hates us, I mean, then, then that just, that tracks. Why does a wizard hate us? <laughs> Probably doesn't hate you. Yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> you, you were about to be reassured by that, weren't you? Uh, all right. I'll be quiet. It's it, probably a necromancer, so I don't know if you want to the, be on their the sweet side, owl. necessarily. Uh, I can't be quiet. Uh, hmm. All right. I'm looking around, see if I can see what might be watching us. Yeah, I'll I'll look around for like any sort of scry or anything okay. that looks familiar in that sense. Go ahead and roll me investigation, and if you have Arcana, you can roll it with advantage. Yeah, two. Huh. You don't see anything, assault? Nope. <laughs> I got for Arcana. I got a twenty uh, plus four, twenty-four. Okay, you. Do a very good look around, and there is nothing out of the ordinary. You don't see 
any strange little things in the corners. You don't see any creatures that don't belong there. You don't even see any, like, rats that might be sitting on a shelf staring at you. Yeah, friends, everything looks like it always does here. Nothing nothing out of the usual. But it feels peculiar, like someone's watching. All right, well, we'll keep an eye out, I suppose. Let's give him a show and go see what's in the hole in the basement. Is Nelitha coming back, do you think? Or has she gone off uh, with her girlfriend and... Who knows? I'm, and I'm not finishing that sentence. <laughs> I think it takes time to reassure someone they're not, they're not a menace to the community. Yes. <laughs> I think you have experience with that. <laughs> oh, oh like pointedly at Erasmus and says, On both yes. ends of that relationship. <laughs> no, nobody ever talks to me about anything, really. It oh. can take some convincing. <laughs> All right. So you speaking uh, of just because I'm a curious kind of person, uh, is Erasmus eating off of his special plate? Uh, I mean, if there is food, then yes. <laughs> yeah, if there was, what, are my plates not good enough for you? <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a not cursed good. plate. It's my plate, and it's a it's a fine plate. <laughs> mm. Hmm. Mm. I'll just casually come come around and like uh, touch Erasmus gently on the shoulder and cast uh, Remove Curse. Okay. Erasmus, you still feel like you should eat off of this plate, but you don't feel compelled to eat until you burst. So you, you still think it's an excellent plate and it's the only thing you want to eat from. But you no longer will have to roll to see if you can avoid eating until you make yourself sick. Ooh, I think you saved me from uh from having a bathroom emergency. So really, I saved all of us. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Glad to help. I just cleaned up. So all right. With that settled, uh, I don't. I don't. Should we wait for Nelitha? You know, I'm, like Who I knows said, how long? It's going to take a while. Also, I also I don't think that fire did not be half listening to anybody anyway. Because, like, you know, once they're mad, they're mad. I mean, that goes for many people that I know. You just need to learn how to go with the flow. Live life. Well, why don't we go and uh, live our lives and uh, possibly end some monstrous lives? Stop. Well, let's head down to the basement once more. Rasmus takes out a piece of cloth and makes a little little uh, wrap, Birkin wrap for the egg. I was just going to ask what you were going to do with that egg. <laughs> <laughs> you are now all back in the basement. I'm all right. Well, staying behind this hole. Y'all can be up. Y'all can take lead. Well, given that Nelitha is usually the one who sees in the dark for us, and Assault will pull down her goggles of night. Oh, wait. Are they yours or are they mine? I came, you both had some. I came oh, with okay. those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't that, steal that, my that, goggles. That, that was part of my starting equipment. <laughs> okay. Mine too. Yeah, there were there were several things that you all had in common. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really funny when I was like, "Oh, you too have a folding boat. Oh, you also have the fortress." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're adventurers. You gather the cool stuff. Funny how that works. 
but nobody thought to get a portable hole. So mm. the dwarf has dark vision too. Yes, but you're also fifth level. We're not I'm, making you go yeah, first. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He is, he is also at the back. He, he can look yes. at the dark behind us. Exactly. That's that's why it was like, cool, we've got three humans and a dwarf. All right. So are you going to oh, and do look you at this hole? The lead or will I? I can go first. I'm indifferent. We can, either one can do it. I'll go. All right. Where am I going? Is it behind this barrel here? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. You are in a tunnel. It is dark. And Owen, as you step through, you get that feeling of being watched again. Ugh. Got that feeling again. What are you doing? I'm making my way downtown. Kind of, kind of slowly, kind of creeping. Listening, okay. watching. Roll me an investigation check, please. Eleven. Okay. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Are you coming? Yes, we're coming. I Follow guess. behind him. All right. As you come to the end of that tunnel. But the rest of you also, once again, really do feel that sensation of being watched. And there's a bit of a, a strange smell. You're not entirely sure what it is until you step forward and you see a ball on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a beholder. I'm sorry. But you all see this thing. Well, Owen, you see this as you enter the room. You've been adventuring long enough that you recognize this thing. Pretty much spot on. Because honestly, there's nothing else that has quite so many eyes. And I need you to roll initiative, please. Oh, hell. Is that the plural you? Yes, I need initiative from everyone, please. That's that's a y'all. Y'all. All y'all. Thirteen. Uh, Danny, are you in D&D Beyond so you can see the rolls? I am in fifth. Yeah. So if you roll in D&D Beyond, it should show up in my combat tracker automatically. Oh, I can go ahead and roll there then. And Owen was 15? Clunk. Uh, 13. 13. <sighs> You know, I rolled much better in person. I got a 14 on my real die, but... I, I will let you have that. <laughs> D&D Beyond's right. just out for me. Five for Herder. All right. So, you've got some stuff to deal with now. Owen, as you step in, you definitely feel this creature turning towards you and staring at you. Um... Erasmus, you are up first. <laughs> well, since I don't see anything, I don't think I could show past, get past the salt for uh, in the room. That doesn't even make sense. So I will cast False Life on myself. Okay. And remind me, what does that do? Uh, false Life, uh, bolstering myself with a uh, facsimile of life. I give myself 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points for the duration of the spell. All right. And is that it for you? All right. Assault, you're up. Okay. Uh, I am going to... St did, Owen, did Owen actually move aside the way that you yeah, have that? Yeah, sure. Thing? Cool. Lean over. Like, Step far enough into the room there. and go, oh, dear. And kind of like shake my head. 
Well, I suppose there it, there was it was a necessary thing eventually, and draw my sword. And 20, 25. And as I'm walking toward this beholder, uh, use a bonus action to speak the command word to light the sword up. Excellent. And uh, take an attack on a beholder. There's no way this can go wrong. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Uh, 23 to hit. That. Will hit. I was going to say, if that doesn't hit, I'm terrified. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was max damage for that, which is 15. Uh, Hold on. Goodness gracious. Uh, 25 points of damage, 10 of which is fire. All right. Don't know if that matters at all. And honestly, just because uh, this is... This is a thing that I have heard of before, but never dealt with. Uh, I, I'm going to use a spell slot to do a smite to add an extra 2d8. Okay. Uh, so that's a nice, easy math. An additional 10. So that is 35 total. Excellent. Anything else for you? Uh, my second attack. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. That will hit. Okay, cool. Okay, so that is 14 plus 12 is 26 points of damage. All right. And that's my turn. And just sort of like raise my shield and brace, waiting for whatever the hell this thing's <laughs> going to do. Okay, Owen, you're up next. Okay. All right, you multi-eyed freak. Here we go. I'm going to try to crack one of its little eyeballs with my whip. Whip. Okay. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Did it go? Yes, and 30, that 20? hits. Okay. Max damage. Seven. Beautiful. That's still a lot of damage for you know, Max. That's good. Now let's do another one. Snicker snack. 18. And that hits. Okay. Six. Okay. Do any of you speak deep speech? No. Negative. All right. Well, you hear something coming from this beholder. You're not sure what it is that he says. It says. They say. You're not entirely sure a lot about this thing, other than there are a lot of eyes, and they're now all facing you directly. Oh, boy. There is now an anti-magic field extending from the beholder in the direction of the door. It is a 150-foot cone. Classic. So you are all now within the anti-magic field. Okay. How does that work? So the way that works is any active spell or other magical effect on a creature or object is suppressed while within that sphere, or that uh, field. That also includes our magic items. That includes magic items. Any sort of uh, magical travel is suppressed, and spells and other magical effects that target anything in that field have no effect on the target. So, no magic for the moment. All right. The beholder 
is going to, well, it's going to aim an eye ray at Owen. And it is going to use... Why does it have? Too many. Yes. Just three. <laughs> um, I need Owen to please make a dexterity saving throw. So I have a question. Yes. Does the anti-magic field suppress things like my aura, which are divine? I'm going to rule no for our purposes. Okay. 15. Most of those are deck saves. Oh, God. Did you add the, the, the plus four for you being right next to me, Owen? No, so 19. This, this is oh, why I asked. Right. <laughs> Excellent. That means that you do not take any damage as this beam comes out from this eyeball, hits the ground just beside you, and leaves a smoldering crater. Mm. As it disintegrates the ground. That'll hurt. Disintegration, disintegration ray. Mm. Oh, that's going to hurt a lot if that hits. Yeah, beholders are some of my favorites. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it then turns to assault. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Hmm. Okay. Uh, 24. All right. One of the beholder's eyes turns to you, and you feel this wave of of something wash over you. But it just seems to to pass, and there is no effect. Um, if it's a frightened effect, I'm immune, right? Uh, it is, with, with yeah. My aura. It is not. Just, but just, for a moment, just to you, make sure that's out there. Yeah, for a moment, you thought that this beholder was maybe not going to be as bad as you expected him to be. Ah, charm. Yes. Cool. And finally, seeing that the charm didn't work, it turns another eye stock on you, because you two are the ones in the room. Hmm. So, Assault, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, 23. All right. For the briefest moment, it's as if all of your muscles tense up and you can't move. But with a deep breath, you push through it, and you are not paralyzed. Cool. Look at my now. Look at my now <laughs> uh, sword that is no longer lit, and go. Well, this is going to be an os. That's why I don't <laughs> do magic weapons. <laughs> Herder, you are up, and right. you are still in the tunnel. Yeah, so I am stuck behind the tunnel. Can't really do anything there. Um, I. We'll let folks know that as a bard, I can provide bardic inspiration as a bonus action or cutting words if they need them. And you'll just have to let me know the mechanics of when I'm allowed to do that. Well, you can inspire anyone on your turn with a bonus action as you see fit. Um, the cutting words is a reaction. So if somebody was making an attack on one of us, you could react. Once per go to try and reduce uh, the role of that attack. And I seem to have four opportunities to do that before I need a short rest to re yes. recuperate. Yeah. Because okay. uh, cutting words and inspiration use the same pool. Okay. Yeah. So I would like to provide some bardic inspiration to um, one of y'all up next to the, uh, the beholder. And uh, based on your archetype, what does uh, your bardic inspiration affect? 
Do you do you sing? Do you play your bagpipes in the midst yeah. of battle? Yes, my, my bagpipes are upstairs because I'm not taking them to downstairs <laughs> to battle with me. So I will recite some some poetry, some limericks, perhaps. Uh, and uh, excellent. Help, I went uh, a nasty help, beholder. That's right. <laughs> and um, so yeah, so with that, um, Owen, I'm throwing it your way. Uh, All you, right. you can add it um, 1d8 inspiration to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. All right. All right. And I'll just hang out behind Erasmus. Okay. So, Erasmus, you are up next. So, you are now out of the anti magic cone. The hope there. Hey, come on. So, I had to double move to do that. I don't think any of my stuff goes on a bonus action. All right. At the end of your turn, the Beholder watched you run across the room and is going to use a legendary action Hmm. and turn an eye towards you. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Yo, Erasmus is so wise, right? You know, he's like the wisest guy, <laughs> like, ever. A real wise guy, eh? <laughs> so wise. Uh, yeah, I'll make that, probably. Yeah, the six will not save. You now are frightened for one minute. And you're too far away from me for me to be able to help. So you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. And you can't willingly move closer to the Beholder. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Assault, you're up. Okay. Um, can I basically move move a straight line to, like, right here? Yes. Okay. Am I still within the cone? No, you are not. Brilliant. Honestly, at this point, I'm using the sword as, like, a dowsing rod to be like, am I out of it now? Cool, my sword's yep. on fire again. <laughs> That works. Uh, And I am within 10 feet of Erasmus now. Okay. He does get a saving throw at the end of his next turn, so he will get your bonus next time. That's not a bonus. That's just aura of courage. While you are conscious, you and friendly creatures within 10 feet can't be frightened. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. Oh, good. Okay. It's just just a, this does not happen. Uh, But I don't know if if that happens after it's already taken effect. Um, I will leave leave it to you. No TPK tonight. I think that'll work. Cool. All right. So now that I am assured that I'm doing my best to help uh, my friends, I'm going to make two attacks on this thing. All right. Ooh, nat 20. Hey. Beautiful. Uh, definitely going to do a smite on that. Of course, of course. Ooh, I do not have enough dice. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, That's I do not have enough hear. dice. Uh. Hold that thought. That's a good problem to have <laughs> in a case like this. <laughs> All right. So that's for the sword. That's for the flamey bits. That is for the smite. I'm making a second level smite. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You got the dice now. So I got the dice and I got the and I got the slots. So. All right. Ooh, goodness. Okay. Much math. So much math. <laughs> 
I hope Noah's counting while we're playing this. You know, I know some numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. That's my favorite part of your podcast. That's my favorite part, too. (laughs) Uh, 10, 20, 30, 35, 35, 36, 38, 45, plus 7 is 52. All right. The beholder makes a noise. A very angry sounding noise. Oh, good. I like it when the bad guy makes that sound. And you have a second attack, don't you? I do, and I will take it. Uh, That is 21 to hit. That will hit. Brilliant. Uh, That is 15, 22 to hit, or 22 damage. 22 damage, okay. And is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. He is going to use another legendary action. Shocking. After I did like 70-something damage (laughs) on it. Oops. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, 17 base plus 11 is 28. Yeah, you're fine. You feel this sort of wave of exhaustion pass over you. Mm. And you feel yourself yawn. But you blink a few times, and it passes. Okay. Owen, you're up. How high off the ground is it floating? It is currently, we're going to say, ten feet off the ground. Okay. So I cannot reach it with my sword. Oh. I don't think. You should be able to. By the magic of D&D physics, I think you can. Okay. Well, then I'm going to poke it in the eye. Mm. All right. And remember, you're, you're inspired as well. I don't need it. I got a 21. Yeah. That hits. Uh, let's say it was two-handed. Oh. <laughs> Five. Well, let's try again, then. All right. Do I need to do the inspiration before I roll or after? Or can I do it after? I think you can do it after, as long as you don't know the result of the roll. It says it can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay, uh, well, 17, I think, hits. Yes? It does not. It does not. Okay, well, then I missed. So that is a miss. Okay. All right. It is the Beholder's turn. It turns, moving its anti-magic field. So now, yeah, Isult and Erasmus are both in the anti-magic field. Owen is no longer in an anti-magic field. But he's going to take his first attack on Isolt, because he's still pissed off at her. Can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Sure. 24. Yep, you save. I forgot how good all of your saves are. That's fine. Paladins are scary with saves. That is true. (laughs) It is going to make an attack on Erasmus. Uh, Please make a strength saving throw. You're within 10 feet of me, so you get my plus four. 20. Yes, you save. You feel as if it's trying to push against you, but you stand firm. And the final eye ray is going to... It's going to aim at Assault again. I need a dex save, please. Mm. Uh, 16. I suspect that isn't going to do it, is it? That is 
If it meets, it beats. So uh, you, you're correct. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, you are okay. For a moment, the world seems to speed up around you or maybe slow down. You're not sure. Time seems a little bit strange, but it all snaps back into place. Mm. Don't love that. Herder, you're up. All right. Y'all, y'all are doing a really good job. Thanks for helping out here. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll come out to help a little bit if I can. And now you see what the, what it actually is. The sweet hell is this? <laughs> this <laughs> that is, is an excellent reaction. <laughs> this is this is why I quit adventuring. See, the problem here is you got you got a got a holder infestation. Now I gotta go get my guys. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> how does this even happen? <laughs> Well, when it, when it, when a beholder has, thinks really spiteful thoughts and has really spiteful dreams, <laughs> uh, just, yeah. I just don't know what to do. Anyway, I walked in as far as I can. I'd like to come help you guys. Eventually, I might catch up to to you, but I can. Uh, if anybody wants some more inspiration, I'll sing another song or something. <laughs> anybody wants some inspiration? Sure, All right. I'll take some. You can have some. I will I will sing a song of paladin goodness with a dirty hey. limerick at the end. <laughs> <laughs> of course. We would have it no other way. And I believe that is all I can do. Let me take a quick look at your character. Just in case there's something yeah, any- missing. What college is he? Uh, College of Lore, I believe. Ah. Cutting words, that's College of Lore. Now, you do have... You are not standing in the anti-magic field anymore. Right, yeah. So if you want to cast one of your spells... I can do that now. You can cast one of them. I can cast my Vicious Mockery. Classic. You can. You absolutely can. And see if there's anything else I have that that is about the most dangerous thing I could do right now, I think. So I will cast some vicious mockery at the beholder, of course, because <laughs> it's friendly. It's friendly mockery with the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he did not roll well, so that is a nine to save. I'm thinking that fails, doesn't it? God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, wisdom 15. Yes, that fails. So you can roll your damage. 2d4. 3. All right. That's 3 damage you didn't have before. Woo! <laughs> hey, uh, well, you know, when I write the song about this when we're done, it's <laughs> going to be it's going to move over by a factor of at least 10. That was oh, a 30. <laughs> that was a 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super vicious words. Mockery. All right. Erasmus, you're up. Let's see. And you are no longer frightened because you are standing close enough to assault that you feel the the fear just wash away from you now. Alright. Of course, most of Erasmus' spells are dangerous for people near the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. If it helps at all, your party is not taking any damage yet. 
because they all save really well. You know, honestly, if I was if if Rasmus had actually gone through his wizarding education, he'd be that wizard who threw fireball regardless. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not. I didn't ask how big the room was. I, said I cast fireball. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm surprised Erasmus doesn't do things like that more often. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> so but I will attack twice though. I don't think that hits. Twelve does not hit. Twelve, no, that will not hit, unfortunately. Uh seventeen that's also not hit, is that correct? Uh seventeen will not hit. Crap today. You know what? I'm gonna burn one of my luckies on that on that roll. Yeah. Okay. That's a worse roll. You know what? All right. No, fuck <laughs> it. Fuck. Nope that that did not hit either. Unfortunately. Throw the egg at it. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I take my bonus action. I reach. I reach in this bag and I throw out a fuzzy lump. <gasps> okay. And uh, and and what is this well, fuzzy lump? Uh, I'm going to put the fuzzy lump right over here, and if you roll a d8, we can find out what kind of lump it is. Okay. That is a four. All right. A axe beak uh, appears from the fuzzy lump. <laughs> oh, Okay. And what does this axe beak it's do? It's an axe beak. <laughs> um, it is here. It might. It, it's friendly <laughs> to me and my companions. <laughs> How big is uh, it? Well, it's about it's as big as an axe beak. Uh, so let me go look at the monster listing. <laughs> this is from the Tan Bag of Tricks. Oh, it's a large beast. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. A large beast. Again, I say, what the sweet hell? <laughs> yeah, all Rasmus right. is like, all just, oh, hell, fuck it. And I just reach into this tan bag. And I pull out this like fuzzy lump, and it falls on the ground and poofs, and it's an axe beak. Okay, and that's the end yep. for you. All right, Isolt, you're up. Okay, uh, I want to kind of skirt around this thing. Is there enough room for me to be here between it and the wall? Yes. Sweet. Turn around. Am I still out of the? Am I out of the uh, the cone? Yes, you are. Brilliant. Then I will start stabbing. <laughs> so anyway, I started stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a 30 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not good damage. Uh, that is 13 points of damage. Okay. And second attack. It makes a terrible sound. <laughs> Can you roll me an intelligence check? Mm. Just straight check? Yep. At eight. Okay. Um, The rest of you can roll me an intelligence check as well. Four. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Hey, someone. Thank God. Erasmus and Owen, while neither of you speak deep speech, uh, you are very much able to tell that this thing is basically cursing assault. That's all. Cool. Uh, Second attack is a 23 to hit. Yep, that's going to hit. Curse me all at like. (laughs) Eight, nine, 16 points of damage. Okay. 
And that's the end of my turn. Isol, tell me what it looks like when you kill this beholder. Brilliant. Hey. <laughs> so the first attacks that uh, uh, cut through a couple of the eye stalks, which was probably why it was cursing me in its in its other language, because uh, it it realized it feels all of those horrible thoughts that have held it together. This pure spite that keeps it floating in the air, starting to wither and fade away. And as the the, the eye stalks hit the ground and kind of blip, blip, blip across the across the floor recover and just stab straight through the central eyeball with the flaming sword coming out the other side. Beautiful. It very quickly stops floating and comes to the ground with a sort of wet thud. And you are all left to stare at this sludgy, gooey beholder that is leaking stuff from its sliced eye stalks. And, um, that was not nearly as deadly as it was supposed to be, so that's good. Assault, great job. I, I'm happy to have pitched in with my three damage to help you out. I know that's what put it over the edge. <laughs> absolutely. That is absolutely, 100%. when the story is told, that is absolutely how it's going to happen. Mm, I appreciate that. <laughs> it was a, uh, a, a team effort. Erasmus, I think what we could be good friends, Erasmus. What the hell a beholder doing in your basement? I have no idea. What in the hell? This is that- new for me. Was there any other hallway that came in this direction or a hole or... I'm going to start looking around and be like, how the yeah. fuck did this thing get in here? I would like everyone who's looking around to give me an investigation check. Just like shake off the, the burnt pieces of a beholder. Yeah, I'm too distracted doing that apparently. I rolled in that one. Okay. Oh. All the vitreous humors all over you. 16 for- eh. 23. 14. I smash things. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> so, Erasmus, have you ever seen a beholder before? Have you ever fought Probably. one? I mean. Okay. So that's why some of this looks familiar to you. This room that you're standing in, the more you look at it, the more you realize this wasn't a room to start with. Mm. And you you did a little bit of learning back in wizarding school. And you did hear about these beholders, and you fought one before. And you know that they use that disintegration eye ray to carve out paths and carve out rooms and carve out spaces. And when you look up just above where Assault is standing, there is a section of wall up near the top that looks like it that that's a hole. That's a hole. It's pretty high up, but you you would bet most of the contents of your hole, that if you went down that, it would be a tunnel and it would lead deeper under the town, under the mountain to wherever this beholder's actual lair was. Because, like I said, you, you fought a beholder before and you know that, that when they're home, they do some extra stuff. Like, you were a little bit surprised that there was no goo on the floor. There wasn't anything coming out of the walls and grabbing you that there weren't any eyes just popping out of walls those those are sort of things the weird shit that happens in beholder lairs so you think that this wasn't a lair so much as uh, him working on finding a new place so I'm guessing above assault there's a tunnel down there now I'm not going to bet on what's down that tunnel but I will bet that there's something down there. 
if I had to guess, if I had to reckon, this beholder is probably brand new. And it was make it was trying to make a home down here. And it was trying to get cozy and it, it didn't finish. Use that little uh that little smoky ray to uh carve out paths and stuff. This wasn't a room before. No, at least wasn't that this wasn't wasn't this big, probably. You know, I wonder if there's another beholder down there. Because beholders hate each other. You you did say something about it that it wasn't this wasn't its home, that it was making a new home. It makes me wonder if something forced it out of its old well, home. Well, I mean, usually another beholder. I mean, they hate each other. They they can't. Every beholder thinks it's the best beholder in the world. This one wasn't. No. <laughs> well, I mean, just saying. Personal opinion withstanding. I mean, every beholder thinks it's the best. And they can't stand each other. If you get two beholders in, in one place, either one's going to die, one leaves, or, you know, Sometimes, sometimes you get a big old beholder that has a bunch of little beholders under it, but that's that's real rare. The beholder, I mean, every other beholder in the world is a bad dream of, of another beholder. That's how they happen. So uh, either, I mean, that could go on for miles. I mean, that could be, we could go back under the mountain even maybe. I mean, so a wizard could have kicked him out or another beholder. That's, uh, those are my guesses right now. Well, here's my my question: How is this going to affect my business up at the bar? Well, um, well, you know, I ain't got half a business, but uh, I mean, I can't say that it'd be great if things keep coming through the hole. Now, luckily, I have my I have my people here. We can just, uh, you know, you included, we can just go and just, uh, you know, climb up here. And I I have shoes of spire climb, so I just walk up the wall and. Uh, now I, I I think we could just kind of just go ahead and just like crawl on in here. I bet we could just uh, see what there is to see. So you're what? you're going down well, the I'm, tunnel. I'm, I'm look I'm looking down because I realize that my belt gives me dark vision, so I'm just looking down the tunnel. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it it goes on for quite a ways, and then it sort of turns. So you're not sure what what comes up beyond that turn. All right. Well, that's a that's a good long ways. There's a little turn there. I don't know what's. I mean, we'd have we definitely have to crawl this out, you know, maybe do some classic marking on the walls, bit of rope. Uh, we could probably make this like a base camp or something. Oh, just some, just some classic adventuring right here. Mm. People uh. are people are coming for the show tonight. I you know, I told you last, I told you the other day, the other earlier, earlier you know, this morning. I told you it's it's open mic night. Right. You made the joke about how we cut open mic. And we don't. Yeah, you know, I plumb forgot yeah, he, about he that. Was, he sang. The, he sang the whole time. Yep, it was beautiful. Yeah, I think that it will be very important to make sure that um, the patrons of your bar do not encounter something like this, which I think may take higher priority, possibly. I probably need to the, need to go put a sign out. That's fair. On the other hand. With the amount of knee and hip injuries we have incurred over the last week or so, are we really built to be crawling down holes in the yeah. world? Magical healing is fantastic. Uh, you know, I mean, all be- look, if if you just took your collagen pills, like the doctor said, <laughs> maybe we uh, we we just get down this hole. Now, I'm also responsible, and I have not been taking my collagen pills. May I, maybe if I take some now to help out later, that's probably not how it works. But, uh, I mean, who else is going to crawl in this hole? 
Any number of harbor offspring. And where are they at? Throw a stone and you'll hit well, one. Shit. We could just not, not can we just here. board it up? Uh the 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 creature's ray cut through stone. So you tell me. It's, it's a basement. I mean <laughs> Does anyone have cast concrete? Oh <laughs> uh, no, they own a... I do not have stone shape, unfortunately. You know what? I'm just gonna go outside the door and just yell Ali Ali Harper free and see if anybody just Besides to pop their pop the head out out of the cut somewhere. How high up is this hole in the wall? It is about uh twenty five feet up. Trying to remember the rules for a vertical jump. Oof, I do not remember. With bad knees. But that will be at disadvantage with all those knees you've got. <laughs> yeah, Rasmus is gonna go out. Oh come on, magical healing. We got problems. <laughs> we still owe. But you still have not so magical age. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I mean, they'll fix your knees after you bust them. But. I'm going to go outside and yell, hey, El Mr. Fan Club. Hey, El Mr. Fan Club. Hey, hopper, 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 hopper. Hey, hopper, 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 hopper. It's liable to get you killed by everyone in the town. You do see a couple of people sticking their heads out. Did did you need something? Oh, you, you're a harper? Yeah. Oh, well. About I, half of us right, are. Yeah, I figured. All right. So, uh, yeah. yeah okay. So, uh, look, uh, my friend Owen says you can, you can fix this problem. We got a tunnel down here and, uh, don't, don't tell uh-huh. him anything that would keep him from coming to the bar. Oh, <laughs> not. <laughs> Buddy. Look, <laughs> hey, I, there's some hot, there's some, there's some fan club business down in the tunnel. Fan fan club. Yeah, we business. all know that the Harper's just Elmer's fan club. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, all right. Uh, what what do we need to do? I just want you to tell my friend Owen that you're going to fix all of our problems. Come on. Wait, what problems? No, no, I, no problems yet until you see him. Come, I, on. Come on. I just make cupcakes. Oh, you 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 ain't, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't solve problems because the Harper's don't do shit. What? I mean, <laughs> uh, look. There's a lot of us, and we all do different mm-hmm. things, and I just mm-hmm. happen to specialize in mm-hmm. cupcakes. Yeah, yep, because uh, what, uh, what cupcakes help? Elvis needs a ton of cupcakes. I know. Yep. Well, yeah. Yep. All right. Cupcakes are important. I'll be back. That, that, that's right. That's right. Oh. I, I do okay. like cupcakes. All right. all right, Owen. So uh, uh, I'll bring you some. All right, Owen. I found six <laughs> Harpers, and they all make cupcakes. <laughs> all of them. Well, okay, I, I questioned one, but the rep, none of them seemed real keen on doing anything either. And the first one spoke up, said, I make cupcakes, probably for Elminster. So, you know, they ain't, ain't good for nothing. Because all the hoppers that got shit to do, they ain't at the retirement home. Should we bring Nelitha and her girlfriend? Oh, yeah, probably. Unless they're busy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Singed. Everywhere. Well, some people are into that. I would like you all to make me insight checks, please. 19. Okay. 17. Insight, 15. Uh, 18. Okay. So you all have been talking about this for a bit. And as you go on, you start to think that, you know, Erasmus was telling you that, that, Beholders really don't like each other. And if this one was running away from something, trying to make a new home for itself, 
it's probably quite a ways away from the other one, if it was another one, or whatever it was that it was running away from. So, you know, if you want to take some time to regroup, to find Nelitha, maybe her girlfriend, maybe have a little bit of a rest, get some of your spell abilities back, maybe dig through the the hole and the bags to see if there's anything else useful in there. You've got time. Okay. You don't think that anything is going to come out right away. So you've got some time if you want to to retreat and plan. Maybe get a ladder. <laughs> some knee pads. Things like yeah, that. That's probably smart. Alright, let's go um, regroup. Reconvene yes. when, when Nelith is available. Yes. Alright. So sign you all up head on, back up. I'll put a sign up on the door and uh, if uh, if you want some help, I'll help. Well, those three damage points really turn the tide. 30. 30. <laughs> 300. Right. Just keep adding zeros. That sounds, sounds good to me. All right. So you all head back up. There is time for one last open mic night before you set out. So if anyone wants to uh, to take a turn, you're welcome to roll a performance check. See, not, a, uh, not a chance in the house. Erasmus will sing a song about about how he can't stand the sage, the sage of Shadowdale because he doesn't do anything actually, and and <laughs> can't seem to die when his time comes. All right, so go ahead and roll a performance check. Let's see, uh, let's see how the song goes over with the crowd. People have been coming in as we've been down yeah. there fighting. The day's been going on and all right, helping themselves to the bar, no doubt. Mm, well, <laughs> uh, you get a, a smattering of applause. There's there's no one throwing anything at you, so that's that's a bonus. But uh, it's it's definitely not a a standing yeah. ovation. R- Rasmus charisma might be in the negative. So. <laughs> no bard here. All right. I should, should should have given you a bardic inspiration before you went up there. <laughs> oh, no, it's just fine. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, before we say good night for the evening, does anyone else uh, would anyone like to pull something from their their bags of holding or portable holes to see what other sort of fantastical thing you might have stolen from the dragon? Oh, you know I do. <laughs> and I, I sure. end my performance by by pulling from my hole, and that's how I get the twelve. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a seventeen yeah. until then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While y'all are checking out your stuff, there, I, I'm I'm going to get up on the stage and play my bagpipes because that always uh, brings out stuff. Hopefully, not literally. Yeah. Owen, were you pulling something out as well? Sure. <laughs> All right, and we're going to uh, we're going to say that while you're hanging out, there is. Um, did one of you have um, identify as a spell? I don't think so. That's a wizard thing. Nelitha might have. No, no. Well, as you you're sitting around, you actually happen to to run across one of the many Harpers who sees you looking at these items with the confused looks on your face. And she's one of the younger ones, which means she's about 200. Um, 
Just a wee baby. Yeah. You know, I I have a, a touch of, of magic if you would like me to tell you what those things are. Oh, I'd love that. I have this cool dragon sword <laughs> that I've had sitting around. Oh. Okay. You don't want me to tell you about this other thing you've got on the table? I mean, if I slip you five gold, will you tell me about both? Sure. Except the DM will tell you about the sword later, because I don't have the stats written down okay. here. No worries. Um, but also sitting on the table in front of Owen is what looks like just a, a regular boomerang. <laughs> because boomerangs are just so normal. But uh, this one, this bent piece of wood can be used as a thrown weapon. And when it hits a target, it inflicts uh, 1d4 bludgeoning damage and casts Thunderclap. It returns Ooh. to the thrower at the end of the turn and requires a dex check to be caught. <laughs> if you don't make the check, uh, you take 1d4 bludgeoning damage. I love it. So you've got a boomerang. I will send you that information. Uh, sitting in front of Erasmus. There's a blanket, and it's it's sort of a patchwork quilt-looking thing. And the the wizard elf Harper looks at it and says, oh. So if you put this blanket over your head and hold someone else's hand, you can talk to each other and no one hears what you're saying. That's so sweet. So it is a privacy blanket. Give it to Nalitha. She's going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> is it fireproof? <laughs> question just say it <laughs> and finally um she picks up the ring that is sitting in front of assault oh this one it's a a ring of immortality ish oh. when you're wearing it you are convinced that you're immortal and cannot be killed so you get to re-roll one failed death save per day but you gain the personality trait, I dive headfirst into every dangerous situation with a smile on my face. You will not willingly remove the spring, and you are not actually immortal. I'm very glad that you came and checked these before I put it on. <laughs> Could I, like, use uh, a napkin to pick it up, wrap it, <laughs> wrap it in the napkin, and stuff it back in the bag? So you have some newly discovered items? You've had some entertainment this evening at the uh, open mic night. Herder, you've had a, a very successful evening. Your open mic night went really well. And uh, that's where we're going to leave off for today. We will be back in two weeks. And Herder will be joining the party on a more regular basis. Yay! Yay! Thank you, friends. All right. Great. All right. Yeah, so that is all for this time. We will be back in two weeks, but until then, happy knitting.
a Majestic Goose podcast. Honk. Honk.